This Meeting on the Go podcast is brought to you by the San Francisco Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. Our leader will now share for 20 to 25 minutes describing what it was like, what happened, and what it is like now. Tonight's leader is Fernando. Hello. Uh, good evening. My name is Fernando, and I am a compulsive overeater, among other things. Hi, how are you guys? Uh, and it's uh, really a privilege to be here with you guys today. Uh, it's the first time I share outside of my where I'm, well, the groups that I usually go to, you know, and it's kind of nerve-wracking a little bit. Uh, and uh, well, I have just uh, sometimes like a people pleasing kind of thing. So I know I have that. So I, all I have to do is just tell my story, you know. And that's a good thing because I was there. I mean, whenever I wasn't fucked up, with, <laughs> whenever I wasn't fucked up with all that stuff that I used to eat, you know, and uh, all the quantities that I used to eat, uh, I was pretty much there. And uh, just to uh, just on the program, I uh, I came into OA uh, in December. My first few meetings in December, so I started my abstinence on December 15th, and uh, I've been abstinence by the grace of God, and I know it's by Him only ever since. Uh, I come from another fellowship, so I knew of the 12 steps. I, I knew that they work, because I've seen them what they have done for me. And uh, at the same time, when I came into OA, and I saw 12 steps, it's like, okay, I think I'm... I'm done, you know, because I mean, <laughs> I come in here and I know this program works, so that's it. <laughs> and I was like bummed out about it, you know, it's like, I'm gonna, I know I just have to, I mean, step one, you know, admit my powerless. I'm powerless. I'm powerless over food. And, uh, and just that is like another one. Jesus, uh, <laughs> man, how many is there? You know, and uh, I'm an addict. You know, that's I come. I have come to that realization that I am an addict. Uh, being a little kid, I remember playing video games until I had lasers in my fingers. So I mean, whatever I used to get myself on, I was hooked. So ever, I mean, food has been a companion of mine ever since I was. I can't remember ever since I can remember. So. Uh, it wasn't. I thought it was gonna be a lot harder to accept, but I was, I was done. I don't know. I was done. I uh, my top weight. Uh, when I finally got to weigh myself, I couldn't find a scale to weigh myself on. Uh, it's uh, 510 pounds. That was my. Uh, that was like a couple of weeks into my abstinence. 510 pounds. And when I look at the number, I knew it was somewhere around there because the last time I weighed myself before that was 440. And uh, somehow, and I think it was 440 because that was the max on the weight, the, on the scale. That was the max. So I'm thinking 448. Who cares if it was more? So I knew I was around there. And I was like, I was probably another 20 pounds or so, you know, that wasn't. But the, I was always doing the same thing. And eating wise, eating eating the same stuff. I'm mean, hoping by some I don't know miracle or something. I mean, not gain on not gain an ounce, you know. And uh, that wasn't happening. Every time it's like uh, my family. I have a loving family, and 
It's not usually like I used to say dysfunctional family, but it's just a family, you know. It is what it is. It's just a family. It's like problems like anywhere else, but it's a dysfunctional but to some degree. If you want to look at, I mean, if you want to really be picky about it, but uh, it's uh, they always loving, loving, loving and caring. And uh, they used to tell me, my mom used to tell me, I think you're 500 pounds. And I was like, there's no way I'm 500 pounds, you know. It's like 500 pounds. You have this picture. Of uh, about 500 pound guy, like, it's like beyond your wildest imagination. You know? it's your, I mean, and you look at yourself and, like, I don't look that big. You know, I don't look that bad. I mean, like, last time I weighed myself for 40, it's been a few years. Maybe a couple, I mean, like 10, 20 pounds more. I mean, not maybe even, not even that. So when it, that, was a, that was a shocker, you know, being able to get on that scale and really seeing that number. And uh, it's uh, when I, I didn't even know about this meeting, you know. But then and when they they called me about it, it's like century, and like I didn't get it, you know. It's like okay. And then I talked to somebody else. I talked to a sponsor about it. So yeah, that's why they call the century meeting. And I think oh, oh that's right. Huh? And uh, uh, on the on September, I weighed myself at the beginning of the month, and uh, I weighed 315. So that's 195 pounds lost in about nine months or so. And yeah, and that's exactly every time. Every time I say it, that's exactly what I say. Wow, you know, because yeah, I tried all kinds of stuff to some degree. I wasn't really. I mean, whatever came across, you know. I, I have a, fr- a brother of mine, which is also in the program. He's a morbidly obese too. Um, not anymore, thank God. I mean, he's working the program, and he's all, he was always looking for an answer. I was talking to a, a friend of mine on my way up here about how I came about or how I came away, and he was always looking for some ways to lose the weight, to go to the weight, and ever since he was, like, already coming down off the high of whatever he was doing, I'll jump on it, you know, just so he can get off my back. <laughs> but he never did anything, you know. I tried all kinds of diets, weird stuff, like put my stuff, put stuff in my ears, magnets, stuff that's supposed to I don't know what they're supposed to do, but supposedly you lose weight. <laughs> I didn't lose a pound, but I had these weird things on my ears and uh, and on my leg and stuff. And I mean, all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, if you tell me you drink this in the morning with nothing in your stomach and jump three times and get on your head, I would probably do it. You know, if I was desperate enough. So I, a lot of crazy stuff. So when I I came up, I came about to OEA through him because he found out about it. He started his abstinence. He's, uh, he he told me about it, and it took me like three weeks for him to stop nagging. And the only way he was gonna stop nagging to me to come to a meeting. So I did, and it took me. It's like okay, it's good. So that's when I realized the twelve step. Okay, so I think that I'm I'm cooked. No, I'm cooked. And I was uh, desperate enough, you know, being five hundred and ten pounds. There's a overeater. Doesn't seem like okay. When I for me it was like okay, I'm 510 pounds. How do I get? How do I got there? You know. And there's only way. I mean, there's, I I know one way to get in there. You know, that's the way I did it. Eating, overeating. I mean, if you're 510 pounds and. You, I mean, I'm not an overeater. I mean, there's no way you get to that by eating normal food or normal quantities or stuff. You gotta do some industrial size eating to get to that. <laughs> and that's what I used to do, you know, one big meal. And I, I love that when I heard that for the first time, you know. And a lot of the stuff that I say is the stuff that I hear in these meetings. It's just like repetition, you know. It's like one big meal from the moment I got up to the moment I went to bed. And that was me, you know. I work in a convenience store, I still do. 
And uh, there were a couple of aisles that sold the, that they were always looking perfect. I mean, all faced and stacked up pretty nicely. And those were the the sweets and the flower stuff. I mean, the the soaps and stuff. I never walked on those aisles. I didn't even know what, what we had there, you know. But like, where the sweets <laughs> and all that all that stuff. That's where I was. That's where I was, you know. And I'll grab the same thing two, three times. And people, so like people, be thinking that it's the same one, you know. I don't know if you ever guys, you guys ever did that. But I would grab one thing, three three different times, the same thing. And they'd be like, oh, another one. That's the same one. No, what are you talking about? It's the same one. So my relationship with food was in a weird stage. I remember when I stopped doing, when I finally saw the program, I, I you know, I dropped uh, whatever I was grabbing onto. I dropped that and picked up a fork. That's the, with a vengeance, you know, like, like I needed to, I like I lost some time in between when I was a kid that I used to love sugar and flour, and then when I got to my teens, it was liquid sugar, the one that called me. And I was drinking that and using whatever came with it. And then when I got to my 20s, then I went back to to the my original addiction, no? my original. And one of the things that I that came about, there's a CD that I hear, and where he talks, this lady talks about uh, the fastest way you can get sugar in your system is through alcohol. And like no wonder I used to drink so much. Because I was getting my fix, you know. I wasn't even, it wasn't even the alcohol that I was doing it to me. It was the sugar in it. And uh, so that went on. And when I stopped drinking, I picked up uh, the fork and kept on eating. Got most of my weight. I got from uh, being a cute fat guy to obese, to morbidly obese, to here you are, right here. You know, it's like after morbidly obese, that's where I was. And uh, every all the all the all the stuff that comes with it, you know, being uh, don't isolating, isolating. The parties for me were after everybody was gone, then I'll come out and hit the leftovers in the middle of the night. You no, know, wake up, waking up. And, I mean, I used to go to bed like oh, I'm so tired. I'm gonna go to bed. Wait, I mean, go to bed, lock myself in my room, and wait until the light on the that the the reflection that comes into the bottom of the door. It was there's no more light, and I wait another five or ten minutes, and then I will walk out because I knew that was time for my party. That was me, you know, like by myself, alone, feeling be feeling totally, totally like dying, like, what are you doing? And just keep doing it, you know? What are you doing? And and then, and then I feel remorseful, and I feel like, ah, oh, man, I did it again. And the only thing that got me out of that state was another bite of that sweet stuff. And it was just a vicious cycle, vicious cycle over and over again. And it was like no end. The, the only thing at the end that I was praying is like, ah, oh, man, I had this beautiful... Back in August, I was thinking like, man, I had this beautiful, beautiful life that I was giving back by giving up this other stuff. And I'm going back back I mean, down the same path, you know. And it's like, Lord, I mean, I messed it up. I mean, I had a, some sort of idea of a God, a higher power, and I told him, you know what, I think I messed up the chance you gave me. You know? So please do me a favor, take me out. Take me out, you know. Because uh, there was a, no, I was totally, totally defeated, you know. Food, I mean, where Bill talk, talks about uh, alcohol was my master. Uh, he's talking to me when uh, food was my master. 
this disease had had me in its grips, and uh, there was no way I was going to be able to, from total total despair, and there was no way, like, there's no, there's nothing I can do. I have tried everything. I said to myself, you know, there's nothing I can do. So, so I'm one of the, one of those few, you know, in the fifth chapter when it's like, I'm unstable or I'm one of those and I, I can't do this. So take me out, take me out. And that's, that's what, that was my prayer. That was my prayers at the end. At the end, towards my last few, uh, I remember back in August, that was my prayers, you know. And one thing that kept back in the back of my head, kept uh, bugging me about, is like, who's going to be the guys that are going to carry me, you know. Once, once I'm on the coffin, there's like six pole bears. I'm, out there, I'm thinking I'm going to need like 12 of them, you know. It's like <laughs> six on each side. Just to carry me out. Uh, once I was in abstinence, once once I w- was in the program, I talked. My mom was telling me about the good thing that I, w- I had a downstairs bedroom, the only one in the house, because that way they wouldn't b- make such a big mess when they come for me to break the wall down and get me out on the forklift. And I was already abstinent. I was already working my problem. That that got me so in a, in a like I had to run out of the house, call my sponsor right away, and tell him, you know what? I feel like the only thing that can get me up right now it's that sweet stuff again. I mean, so that's even even on abstinence. That's like the one thing that it keeps. I mean, from time to time, there's times that boom, something comes and hits me like out of nowhere. I don't like, and I just. My my reaction is like, man, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, and that goes to show me that I'm uh, I'm in the right place. I'm an overeater. I'm a food addict. Man, the only the only the only the only answer I have to everything is eating. And not eating the good stuff, you know. It's like there's people that are quantity, you know, quantity addicts and like quantities of whatever it is. But I was never big on lettuce and all that stuff. I wasn't like I got. I mean, there's people that uh, that aren't. I mean, that's. I mean, we're all part of the same boat. But uh, it was always that flowery sugar stuff that 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 one that picked me up, you know, that thing that I needed a pickup. And I mean, the sugar rush they called, you know. And I know. That's what I always looked for, because I wasn't accepting what accepting. I wasn't accepting what what anything, whatever you know. I wasn't accepting. That was the thing. Problem with acceptance. And now there's a, there's a story in here that talks about that. You know? Acceptance is the acceptance is the answer. That that whenever the first time I heard that somebody's reading it and accepting is the answer to all my problems and it's even in big old letters, not all my problems, and I'm like all of them, <laughs> and it's like, are you serious about this? Like all of them and like all of them, and you keep reading, you know, and like whenever there's like problems with the people, or like situations or like anything, it's like it's not what they're doing, it's what I'm doing, or how am I reacting to that? They're like, oh, how am I reacting? Just getting resentful, no? That's what I. That's what I used to do. Get resentful, get revenge. Don't get mad, get even, you know. Mm-hmm. And don't don't get even when they expect it, you know. It's like I used to hold on to that stuff and like and plan it and like really, I mean, sick way of looking. And my brother still reminds me of that, you know. It's like, man, you're really crazy because you be smiling and everything. It's like you don't know what's coming to you, you know, that kind of thing. 
And the only thing was, it's uh, I remember somebody talking about resentments being uh, like a, a log on fire, and you're grabbing it by the by the thing that is lit, and you're saying, I'm going to burn everybody down, and your hand is, is getting all torn up, because, I mean, that's your burning. I mean, you're grabbing it the wrong end, you know, you're grabbing it with the thing lit, and you're thinking it's going to burn everybody, the only one's getting burned is you. And I know, for me, not, not accepting, that's what I was doing. And the only thing that I, I thought it was working was food. So I, I don't know, you guys, I have some pictures here. I don't know, you guys, there's a, one picture, I just, I couldn't find any bigger pictures. Or like, I know it was bigger than this, but uh, there's a, there's the last picture that's like the biggest recorded I have because I know I got, I don't know if you guys want to see but uh, there's a, now, what it is now, you know, accepting, getting to accept the fact that I am a fodatter, that I am a overeater, and that I, I, what can I do about it today, you know? What can I do about it? It's not put that stuff, and not put that stuff that's going to take me to the races, the sugar and the flour. The sugar and the flour, they, I have an, uh, that I'm in a, uh, I have an allergy. And I use that, no, I use that sometimes. Like, whenever I'm, uh, uh, if I go out to a restaurant or I'm out with friends, and like, oh, here's some stuff. I'm allergic to that stuff. What do you mean? I'm allergic. You break up in hives or what? The, not that kind of allergy, man. But I am allergic. You know? <laughs> I, I go. I mean, I wish I had. I mean, I wish I had. I probably would have stopped a long time ago if I had one of those. You know, like I get all red or my throat swells up and stuff like that. Probably I would have stopped. But uh, it wasn't that kind. No, it was the, the mental one, the one that uh, the first bite. I want the first bite, but then the second bite comes, and I want that even more than the first one. And the third bite, I wanted more than the second one. And the fourth bite, I wanted more than the third one. And it just keeps going and on and on and on and on and on until I finish the whole thing up. And then I have to go through this whole phase of like, because that food wasn't even mine. I wasn't even, I was not even supposed to be eating that stuff, you know. So I'm like hiding the evidence and like they're looking at them and the next day coming up to me like, did you eat this stuff? And I'm like, stone face, no, nope. <laughs> you sure you were the only one here? Like, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I didn't need that stuff. <laughs> and it's like, and then people be like, how can you do it to my face? Like, well, I'm not doing anything. What do you want me to say? You know, I didn't need it. So I had it so good, you know, it's like lying, lying, lying. Because I didn't, I didn't want to accept the fact that, yeah, man, I was stealing food, eating food out of places that there for some other things. Hiding stuff, uh, I mean, finding wraps of stuff in my car, like, I mean, already yellow, because they've been ages stashed in there, because I didn't want people to find them. Uh, family size uh, bags or whatever, just for me. So that's, I mean, all, I mean, me doing it, me trying to control my food, got me to 510 pounds. So I know. That, that me controlling something, there's no way I'm going to be successful at. So I had, I had to surrender. I had to surrender. That was, that was the thing. Man. I had to surrender the, the control. I had to give up the control. 
I've been fired from managing managing position. I'm no longer the manager of my own life because I look due to lack of results. <laughs> you've, been, you've been let go. Yeah, man. There was no results, man. If, I, if this was a company, I took it, I mean, near bankrupt, eh? <laughs> near bankrupt. So I know now I have a, a new employer. And he's the one that, gets, he's the one. And it's like, what is it? What is this new employer? You know, this higher power thing. And I'm all like, Think the guy in the sky and the stuff that I was talking when I was a little kid and that thing wasn't working. You know, it's like, man, I'm afraid of that dude. It's like he's gonna. I mean, if I piss him off, he's gonna. I don't want to do that. So that's. So I had to go and go back to basics, man. Right? Baby steps, man. And then I go ask my niece. I have a three, a four-year-old, a six-year-old. And uh, they, they, I talk to them, and it's like, man, how come grown-ups are not like you guys, man? Or like, I'm, I mean, how come I'm not a grown-up, no? Because, I, man, I'm talking with them, and it's like, I'm with my peers, you know? I'm not. <laughs> it's like, man, you're so smart. And I'm looking at my six-year-old, and my six-year-old's looking at me, and my niece is looking at me like, man, what is wrong with you? You're supposed to be with grown-ups. And I, I know I'm not mature. I know. I mean, I'm not accept. I'm working on that acceptance, not the fact that I'm not... I'm not a mature guy. I mean, they say that addicts stop growing, stop maturing when they take their, their whatever their substance is. And imagine, man, I was eating sugar when I was a little kid. I was hiding eating sugar when I was a little kid. So, I don't know. That's, did I stop there? I don't know. But sometimes I wonder myself if I did, you know, because I react sometimes. She pays, I mean, my niece pisses me off, and I'm not acting like if I'm her age, you know, like telling it like, ah! <laughs> And uh, she's looking at me like, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> and she's like, okay, you're more mature than me. You know, I give you that. So, but uh, I'm okay. I mean, I'm, I accept the fact that, yeah, if there's growing to be done, it's cool. It's good. What, I, what can I do today, you know? What can I do today to go on that path? I know I'm, I'm not going to get there. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be a saint by tomorrow. But, I mean... Who knows, man? I guess you gotta keep moving forward, you know? Spiritual progress. Progress. Progress, not perfection. And I, I mean, I got people come up to me like, you lost the weight, but you're still at. <coughs> and like, beep. <laughs> and. It's three minutes. Thanks. And yeah, man, sometimes I am. Sometimes I am, you know? Sometimes I am a, one of the. And I have to. Go back to basics, no? Keep, keep it, keep it simple, man. Sometimes I'm, I try, I try to do way too much things. I try to, I still try to control people. Try to, I, I let go of the control of the food, and then I try to control something else, and it's like it doesn't work. It blows up in my hands, and it's like okay, I have to let go of this too. Everything, man. I accept the way it is. You know, nothing is. There's no mistakes. There's, there's no mistakes. And, and it's like, what do you mean there's no mistakes? I know a lot of people that make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I, but that's none of your business. Like, that's what my sponsor keeps telling me. That's none of your business. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean it's none of my business, man? I was put here on this air for that, you know, to point people out. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, that's the reason for me being here. Like, it has worked for you so good, huh? Like, okay, now you got a point there. <laughs> it hasn't been that big of a, some, it hasn't given me that big results. And me managing my own life, it hasn't been given me the results. Uh, letting go, letting go, and accepting the fact 
of my condition, what I have. I've seen the results on the weight, which is, I mean, just like a bonus. And it seems, at well, the beginning, coming in with 510 pounds is like a bonus. What do you mean? I'm here for this. I want to get rid of this weight. But then more and more you realize that uh, being skinny is not, is not there, you know. Being a normal size body is not there. I'm not there yet. And the good thing about, I mean, having so much to lose is you have a lot of, I mean, you have a long time to grow, so hopefully by the time I get there, I mean, I'll be a different guy up here, but who knows, you know? But uh, <laughs> it's a long way to go. That's a good thing about it, you know? It's a long way to go. I don't have to be dealing with uh, being in a normal-sized body and freaking out about it because I'm not right on the head. Because I'm in a normal-sized body, I'm still messed up on the head. It's like, okay, I don't have to, at least I don't have to worry about that. I have a long way to go to get there before I get there. But I hear from people that being skinny is not all that, you know? Being on a normal, not skinny, on a normal size body, not all that. That the weight, the weight that is my problem is not the weight that I was carrying around. It's the weight between these two years right here. This one right here. The one that makes me think that I can do, I can bust people around. The one that makes me think that I am who I am because I am. And you need to adapt to me, not me, adapt to you. What are you talking about, you know? They're like, I'm, like, if I call you and you don't answer, it's like, why you didn't answer? If you call me and I don't answer, because I'm busy, dude. It's like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? So that kind of thing, even simple stuff like that, you know, it's like, they should drop everything and pick up the phone for me. <laughs> and I know, except even that, you know, it's like, okay, they don't, okay, they don't. So dealing with life on a day-to-day, you know, it is what it is. Life is not bad, it's not good, just is. Mm. I learned from a friend of mine. He says that uh, life is not black and white. It's full of colors. Mm. It's full of colors. Stop trying to live your life in black and white. The right way or the wrong way. It's just the way. Enjoy the right. Enjoy the right. And that's what I'm doing, enjoying the ride. I'm looking, and when I look in the mirror, I like what I see. But I like what I see when I'm in front of the situation, and I take a step back and think about it. And then I act. And I want, and I make myself I'm like, this is not you. And I mean, I mean, like, this is not you. Yeah, I know it's not me, but it's, I'm liking it. So thank you very much for having me. It was a real pleasure to be here. Wish you the best. Thanks. <laughs>